Hi folks, it's the Phil Swallow podcast for Friday the 15th of July 2022 and it's very warm. The title of the show, episode 124, is Feeling Hot Hot Hot. Uh, I won't do the song and I know I still haven't got a theme tune or a podcast opening tune or something. It may never happen actually. So let's have a chat about the weather and other bits and pieces. So um, the, the weather, weather when it's extreme, it, it becomes the news. So the weather becomes the news and the news becomes the weather. Although there's a Tory leadership thing going on, but I'm not going to worry about that. And uh, it, it, you know, it, it always happens. We've had today, for the first time that I can recall anyway, a red weather warning for an area that we, we we sort of touch on the southern tip of the the sort of area they draw on a map. We've had an amber warning in place for the early part of the new week, next week, and they upgraded it to red, put a section on red, which means the temperatures could hit 40 degrees Celsius, which is quite serious for our country. Uh, we are an island, so we do get a bit of everything, but, you know, we we we, we always find something to, something to talk about. Um, so yes, you know, people <coughs> people will need to have their common sense head on, follow the guidance, um, look after the vulnerable and elderly, mum, <laughs> and uh, just you know just be sensible, just listen to what's been you know told here. And the reason I say that is because I'm I'm quite active on Twitter, and there's a few accounts that I follow, and they almost take delight at criticising everything and anything or anything and everything is that I prefer saying that the latter way around and the latest thing is oh I don't remember getting warnings about the 1976 you know um, drought that we had which I remember well well you'd have only had the weather on the TV or the radio no social media then by many years and so what so what if they're putting out an official warning and guidance it's a piece of information you know, they're not saying you must do this and we'll force you to which you know these people I really wish they'd do something positive with their lives I, I suppose I'm a reader and a commenter rather than posting necessarily about these things but I don't know I, it just staggers me sometimes how people can get some sort of thrill about saying oh here we go again nanny state being, telling us what to do no they're giving you sensible advice to actually potentially save your own life and that that of others because it's going to be that extreme it will catch people out people will carry on doing what they're doing they'll head to the coast they'll jump in a pond or a lake for a swim um nasty things will happen unfortunately over the next few days so you know we've we've worked hard in our house over the last few years to get it about as good as it can be uh, I mean, a number of years ago, we had the cavity walls filled. So that helps by keeping heat in and, you know, warmth out. Um, but, you know, there's some really basic things to do. People say, oh, you got to open all the windows and doors. Yeah, that, that just lets all that warm air in to your house. So it makes your house as warm as it is outside. So what we tend to have the sun rising on one side of the house and then setting on the other side. So in the morning, shut all the blinds. Uh, we've actually ordered some curtains blackout curtains for some of the windows that didn't really have them but anyway the blinds are still pretty effective windows shut blinds shut when the sun comes up in the morning um in the back of the house shady windows are open coolish air is coming in we've got ceiling fans in all the bedrooms and the living room downstairs 
uh, and then we kind of monitor that throughout the day and then switch it over in the afternoon open the one side close the other um, I mean it's not a precise science but it, it kind of works pretty well uh, we've also got an awning outside which there needs to be some work done on the brackets and we had a team out on Wednesday about that um, I thought they were going to come back today to fit it they haven't that's another story however even though these brackets need a bit of work because there's a little bit of uh, sort of movement in them the the guy said to me still use it so basically retract your awning out the whole this whole distance which is the whole kind of depth of our patio just over the one side of the house on the back of the house because he said that'll do a really good job it's very high SPF rating protection from the material they use and of course it's another blind being put in front of your window uh, so that that's something that we've got as well. Um, we've got these V-Lux kind of skylights. Well, they've got blinds that are pulled across. They're blackout blinds. They're all kind of thermal and whatever. They're pulled over pretty much the whole time at the moment. Sue had an old aircon unit, one of these portable ones with a hose that goes out the window that she's had for some time. Um, we bought another one in the week, and it's really, really good, actually. It's a Miko 7000. It's MC7000 or something, a UK company, England English company. And... They um, they delivered directly from their pl- their their own premises. Uh, next day delivery, really impressive. Uh, I think I, it was about twenty four hours after the order. It was it was in the house. Um, so I went through the instructions and set that up. It's got a low and a high fan setting. And actually, on the low one, I was able to participate in a Zoom meeting the other day. Now I was obviously aware it was there, and I was in listen only. But what I'm saying is, it didn't detract from from you know me following the meeting it wasn't kind of blasted in my ears if it was on the high setting it may have been uh, the one thing you have to be mindful of with these things is is that rating so 7000 units BTUs I, I'm guessing it's, it's a rating anyway the higher the number the bigger the square footage of your room that can be or square meterage that can be um, cooled so what I like about this one is it can be on that low setting whirring away, doing its job, and it's just making the room really comfortable. Not making it cold. You know, sometimes you go into an aircon shop or a car or something. It's actually cold. But this is just about making that temperature really, really good. You can actually set it down to 16 degrees. Um, I mean, I, I think I've left it on 20. Now, whether it actually gets there, I don't think it's got there yet because then the compressor stops. But it's been really comfortable the couple of times I've used it. Now, the weather cooled off a little bit yesterday. I think I put it on in the morning for a bit. I haven't put it in on this evening in this room, so I'm recording in the room that's now got the sun in the afternoon. So the, the window's shut, the blinds are shut-ish. Hang on. Oops, wrong way. Right, <laughs> they're now fully shut, but there's light still coming in. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that job on that side of the house. Uh, and then... Later on when the sun goes down, that's the time to open all your windows and get a a through flow all the way through from one side to the other if you can. Um, But pointless doing it when the sun's on the windows. All you're going to be doing is bringing in that ridiculously high air temperature, air, hot air into your house. Um, So we've, we've worked together as a team and managing the house to make it quite comfortable. Uh, I mean, so in the room, this room's had no air con in it at the moment. The sun's on the, on the window with the blinds on it. It's 26.7, but it feels quite comfortable. I've got a little drink here on the side, some cranberry juice. In fact, one second. 
makes a change for me not to be um, coughing and spluttering. So, um, so that was good. Very good. Uh, we've just been prepared now for the early part of next week. I think by Wednesday-ish, it's going to change. There might be some rain, or but there will be a different weather system which will come in. Still only going to go down to the low 20s. So, you know, it's not going to be like night and day chopping in half like we had in Duxford the other week. 34 on the Friday and 12 on the Saturday. It won't be that, unfortunately. But we'll see. So... We're as prepared as we can be. And just before this podcast, actually, on, on Twitter, you get these spaces, which is basically, um, it's a bit like that kind of clubhouse thing that started up and then everyone's copied. Uh, but it was basically some, it was the RNLI and it was the, well, mostly the Met Office hosting, but the RNLI were on it and various other people, zoo people and whatever. And they're all talking about measures to help uh, protect it. And I, I embrace it. We don't know everything. The experts do know. They know the the ferocity of this weather that's heading our way they can see what's happening in europe right now i mean portugal's terrible 40 plus you know spain southern france um it's spreading from there they've got fires galore i mean america's got it very heavy as well at the moment climate change guys you know they said we've had these extreme weather conditions far more regularly since 2003 than we did prior to that so you know things are changing whatever you believe in whatever your politics we got the numbers to say the climate is changing. Now, some people call it other things, but the climate is changing. And we've got to respect that and manage it accordingly. So, absolutely nothing to do about creating content, as it at all. Uh, on that point, I've not really done too much this week. Um, I did do quite a few Instagram posts following the Wimbledon photographs last week, and that's been enjoyable. It's actually made me think... That I should do a bit more sports photography and I, I might when the weather's improved a little bit I might reach out to some local sports clubs maybe tennis whatever and just say look would they mind if I just did some photos for my practice um, what's the words they can say no uh, if I like it if I can develop a portfolio if I get some good feedback I might need to invest because you really do need to go for these much bigger lenses to get the right reach and get good quality and I'll get a kind of old second-hand well-used one or something but anyway We'll see where that goes. I plan to go to a, a camera event on Thursday this week. So we'll, you know, I might be able to have a chat to some of the uh, pros that are there. So yeah, sports. But I've got on my notes, sports photography question mark, because it might happen. Um, one thing I'm going to insert in here, just a quick update. So the last few days, in fact, this week has probably been one of my most successful in new subscribers. Had some new comments as well, which I always like to engage with. Um, but yeah, it's gone up seven in the last few days. Doesn't sound much, does it? But can you imagine if it was seven every day for a month? Um, that's 210 new subscribers. So <laughs> and I'd be delighted with that. I'm heading, I'm edging ever towards the 500. Um, and at, at 1,000, which I know is a long way off, I can request... To YouTube to say, can I have a share, a small percentage, because that's all they give you, of the ad revenue? Because they run ads on my my videos anyway, um, but they do this kind of revenue share thing. It's not like I suppose it is monetizing comes under monetizing. Um, that's I always saw that as a bonus, and you know you're not going to get much if you just peek over the thousand and people start carry on watching your videos and whatever rate. 
you're not going to get much. <laughs> a coffee a month or something. But you know, if you build on it, you keep doing content, keep improving your product and your niche. Uh, who knows? It could grow and, and be worthwhile. But we'll see what happens there. Um, what I did decide to do, and I sometimes have these things. I just wake up in the morning and think, let's do that. And I did do one of those things, and it was let's get on TikTok. Now, I did have a TikTok account a long time ago, but I changed it to make it feel Swally UK because that's what I use for my Instagram and my Twitter. And I just put a few videos up there. Um, in fact, I'm going to go on there now because I put one on earlier and it had no traction whatsoever. Oh, it's had nine views now. There you go. Um, 522 from the first one, 218 from the second one, which is basically just the aircon machine. And then I just did a bit of a, a video earlier because now, how about this for a bonus bit of content? Do you get those calls where people say, oh yeah, he have been involved in a car accident that wasn't your fault. And it's a recorded voice and it's the same recorded voice every single time. Well, this call came in, I think it was, uh, let's have a look, I think it was Liverpool. Uh, recent calls. Yeah, Liverpool, England. 0151 946 0004. So they called me, I answered the phone and they said, Oh yeah, as I said, oh yeah, he'd been involved in a car accident, it wasn't your fault. I said, yes. And they said, and it went, pause for a bit, then it went through to a human. And they said, oh, really sorry, we'll take you off our list. Now, what's the point of that? Because if I really had been involved in a car accident that wasn't my fault, I would have wanted it followed up. Now that was a cold call, I probably wouldn't have gone to them, I probably would have already got the ball rolling by now because that's what you do in that situation. But at no point did I say, please take me off your list. And they said to me, we'll take you off our list. <laughs> so very weird, reverse psychology, reverse something. Um, and that's happened before, at least one other time that's happened to me. Because sometimes, you know, you don't know about these calls. I'm always doing different things and emailing people and some of it's my business, some of it's just with household stuff. So you never quite know where you're going to get a call from. And you, you might write to someone on a, a landline or contact someone who's based on a, a landline or land base, whatever whatever I mean, and they'll come back to you on a mobile because they're out and about. So don't know. So that's why I actually answered the call rather than just screened it. So really weird. Recorded voice, same one every time. My tip is say yes, you have been involved in an accident. They'll transfer the call and you won't even have to say anything else. But it's most definitely connects then to a human young girl and she said really sorry about that we'll take you off our list and I did not utter one word other than yes to the recorded message which obviously it's prompted to listen for that and then do something it's probably listened actually programmed to listen to any response but what is the what is the actual point of that call I mean they now know that's a valid number but they also told me they're going to take it off the list anyway completely weird and that's basically what I said on TikTok today uh, finally, um, it's the Open Championship Golf this weekend. So we had the big UK event like the other week of, um, well, it was not only was in Wimbledon for the fortnight, it was Silverstone, the British Grand Prix, the middle weekend of that, I believe. Um, and then it was it's just that season where there's all these big events going on. There's cricket, big international cricket matches most weeks. Uh, my team played a friendly in Singapore against Liverpool, lost 2-0 today, but didn't play that badly. These are just kind of, kick about practice games really um, and then yes Open Golf Championship so Tiger Woods played not great he's in a bit of a bad way 
but he uh, it was all very emotional when he finished his round because he's n- not made the cut. He'll be going home. He won't earn any money this week. Um, but it's shaping up nicely. It's going to be, uh, I think, quite a tournament. So I'll be watching that over the weekend as the temperatures are getting warmer and warmer. And I'll be doing less and less sort of active stuff. Um, I, d- I was going to actually do some, I'll record a video in Croydon this week. But to be honest, I felt really tired the early to mid part of the week. I hadn't acclimatised. I feel I've acclimatised a bit more now to this heat. But I hadn't then. So I just said to the guy who was going to kind of come along with me that I'm going to postpone it. And maybe we'll potentially put it in for next week although next week I've got a busy week with car going into the garage and stuff so it might be the week after not a problem not a problem I I got this thing where I think I should be posting really really regularly on YouTube and and oddly after the last video I did which was the after my first trip to Wimbledon because remember I did two trips in two weeks so that was the last video I did a couple of weeks ago and then I've just kind of just left it there. Now, I did get some promotion of the Historic Croydon Airport video. They posted it on Facebook um, and they followed me on Instagram and did some other bits and pieces. Uh, so that would have had some traction because those numbers have gone up, which I'm delighted with. And there's some nice comments on social media. So thank you, people. Um, for me, they've got something out of it. I put a lot into it. Um, and I think it stands alone quite nicely as a, well, what's Croydon Airport all about? You can go to my video, you can find out that information. So, anyway, I'm going to leave it then. Episode 124, feeling hot, hot, hot. And I've actually felt warmer since I've been doing this. Um, temperature still, oh no, it's gone up 0.1 of a degree, now 26.8. So maybe it's time for me to get out of here. And um, hope you enjoy the show and uh, I'll catch up with you next week.